something that can make you do wrong, make you do right. Yeah. Love and happiness Wait a minute, something going on Someone's on the phone Three o'clock in the morning yeah. Talking about How she can make it right yeah. Happiness is when Really, really There's nothing wrong being in love with someone. Yeah. Another episode of Unaccompanied Adult with Joe Diaz. What's going on, everybody? Yeah. Yeah, that's the vibe I'm coming in with. A little bit of Al Green. Uh, love and happiness. What's going on, everybody? Ah, oh, man. You know what? I'm just going to get right into it. I hope everybody's doing well. Uh, I hope you're enjoying this weather. Uh, I hope uh, you're drinking and smoking responsibly. You know, because, you know, you have to have that uh, disclaimer, especially with a uh, summer right around the corner. Um, yeah. So the topic of today, as you can tell by the song that I chose, uh, love, just love, you gotta love love, and, you know, uh, springtime is the, uh, I guess the, well, historically, where everybody starts, you know, relationship goals and all that, it switched to the winter, because people need places to sleep and keep warm, um, but, Spring, spring is that, you know, you know, you want to be booed up for for the summer, for the spring, you know, just enjoy going out with somebody. Uh, and, you know, in recent years has been hot girl summer and hot boy summer or city boy summer, whatever the fuck that is. Uh, so, you know, so that's the, I guess the, the, the general theme of today's episode. Loving relationships. And, you know, fuck it. I'll say it. Uh, I already know what you're going to say. Joe, but you're single. How can you give any insights on love and relationships? Well, ladies and gentlemen, I have been in many, not many, a few long-term relationships. Uh, I have been the main. Dude, I have been the side dude. Uh, and I've cheated. 
emails. We're going to try to figure out which one of you I cheated on. And you'll never know. Um, so I've been in all three scenarios, potential scenarios that people can go through. Uh, in modern love and modern relationships. And one of the, uh, the, the main, I guess the main arguments that I, I've had with, um, maybe exes and, you know, uh, ladies that I'm currently talking to, it's, does love, does love always have to have a sacrifice? Does it have to be a sacrifice? Like, I hear the word compromise. Well, Joe, you have to compromise in order to be happy. Like, but like me, they're talking about me. Like, I have to com compromise. So the question is, I'm like, well, what do they have to compromise? If I'm compromising so much, if I'm in the in the seat of, okay, well, Joe, uh, you have to stop doing this. You have to start doing this and you have to start seeing it their way. Now, my question is, and it's always been this. Um, so what are they compromising? What do they have to give up or to put in, in order for me to be happy? Like, like, you know, the term happy wife, happy life, that's, you know, it's, it's cute on T-shirts. It's cute on a fucking, uh, on a coffee cup. But uh, you have, you really have to see the, the, the intent behind those words. Pretty much. Um, what they're saying is, as long as she's happy, everybody's happy. And we all know that's not always the case. Is not the case. You know, I think everybody should be happy. I think I should be happy. I definitely should be happy in a relationship. So, and her too. We all deserve to be happy. So, but like, who's sacrificing more? You know. Um, like, for example. I was in a situation where uh, in the past I used to make music um, and there were times where, yeah, like, you know, recording, you know, I'm not a, big, I wasn't a big time rapper or whatever, you know, it's just like, you know, whenever studio time was available, I would have to go uh, and just record and I'll, I'll perform here and there. But like, you know, uh, I started with this, this young lady. And essentially, she said, well, time away from me is time away from us. I'm like, but, you know, but I, I do have my passions. I do have my my hobbies that I have to nurture just for me. And, then, and she was like, well, don't you always want to be with me? I'm like, of, of course, but I like not all the time. And that's one of those uh, those first arguments that we had, where I I don't think I should have um, given up something that I love doing, uh, that you know kept me, you know, busy. You know, I'm not that I'm not 
out there fucking checks or anything. I'm just making music with my friends. Uh, long story less long, I ended up giving up music to keep her happy because I wanted her happy. And there, there, there you go. As an example of somebody giving up more than the other. Now, and I was looking it up. I was looking up a couple of answers. And just to see um, what everybody else had to say about it. And it, one of the answers was a female's most more frequently make sacrifices linked to their roles within the family. While males are likely to sacrifice in changes of their lifestyle. Now, and I know that in starting a relationship, for example, let's take that that relationship that I that I mentioned before. I gave up a passion so I can make her happy, keep her happy, I should say. And now, you know, later later on the years, you know, we've been separated for quite some time. We've been broken up for quite some time. So uh, it gave me a lot of time to actually look into the other side. And she gave up a lot, you know. Uh, and more, more often than not, young ladies sacrifice their, I guess, their formidable younger years where they could have spent that time going to school, you know, really working on a career. Instead, you know, they're in a relationship with me and there's a certain things that we have to do in order to make this uh, relationship work. So I understand that she she was giving up some stuff too. This is later on, you know, later on uh, down the line, especially way after we ended, I started realizing what she had given up. And, you know, it looks like we both sacrificed in that. But the, I guess the more drastic uh, changes happen when, you know, when the men, you know, when the men comes to the picture where she's like, well, I don't like the way you dress. I'm going to change the way you dress. Uh, I don't like you. I don't like, I don't like that friend that you hang out with. Got to Got to stop hanging with that boy. I don't like the certain hobby that you have. Now, these are drastic changes in a men in a man's lifestyle, in the sense of, yo, I've been doing this for years, and you're brand new, but also at the same time, you have to make it work with it, right? You know, it's just because the question is, can a relationship survive if no compromises are made? And and I think we're seeing that now. We're seeing that they don't work. You know, somebody had is is a give and take, is a give and take. It's somebody has to give something up in order for the thing to to work, the relationship to work. And depending on what you're willing to sacrifice determines how far that relationship will go. 
and another question is how like how 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 much sacrifice should you make before you realize that your partner is trying to change you completely? And you know, I brought it up. Well, I don't like the I don't like who you hang out with. I don't like the the stuff that you 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 dress in. I don't like the fact that you fucking bet on sports or whatever. It, like whatever, you know, give it a name. Now you you've become a, a fixer upper, like one of those uh, TLC, uh, what is it, a HGTV shows where they, you know they buy a, like a, a one family in the hood and they try to fix you up and flip you. Yeah, and it goes the other way around too. There's things that guys make women change all the time. Yo, I don't like the way you dress, but you met her dressed like that. Oh, no, 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 but now that she's, you know, you know, I don't want her to dress up like that. I don't like the friends that you hang, I don't like the friends that she hangs out with. I don't like the fact that she likes to go out. Then you never liked anything about them in the first place. If you're just trying to change that person until you terraform them into something that you wanted or something that makes you more comfortable, then. You never really liked who they were in the first place. And that's just my opinion. Yeah, you should be able to change minor things. And not just minor things. Like, hey, if she has insight on something that I could do better, or if she pushes me to do something more in my career or more in my life or whatever, then yes. Then obviously, if I love her and I respect her, I will take that uh, information and use it. But if she's just shitting on your 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 stuff, uh, where's the Johnny Depp? If she's just shitting on your shit, and there's no constructive criticism or any tips or pointers or whatever if she doesn't want to make you be better then she's not the one for you ladies if he doesn't make you want to feel better or be better then he's not the one it's not gonna work it's not gonna work growth happens within a relationship you either grow together or you grow apart now, growing together, sharing information is being in concert with that person. If you're just doing everything independently, then you're growing apart. Your interests start to shift. Yeah, you both need to compromise. You come to if you come to uh, a business meeting and there's like a takeover or whatever, there are, there are stipulations to that to that deal and let's not get it fucked up marriage is a business deal where fucking 44 percent of these businesses fail but marriage is a marriage is a business contract by law i'm connected to you now here's where i'm willing to give in order for this to be harmonious and you both have to come to terms. You both have to come to an agreement of what you want 
together. Now, if there's something in each other's past or current situation that will hinder them from fulfilling those deals, those agreements, then they have to change that, don't they? Which, you know, you know, you know, like I said, no, no, no relationship works without compromise. But how much is too, too much compromise? Now, that's one of those, those questions that I guess it depends on who's bringing what to the table, I guess. If you had to give it a name. And. Like another thing that I was thinking about. Uh, has. TV. And social media. And I was. And I talked about social media last week. But has TV and uh, social media shaped our perception of love? I was really thinking about that. Because you know. You see these terms, couple goals and relationship goals and da 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 da. And you really think about that. Like, is that what you think happiness looks like? Like, Instagram has people envying relationships that can only exist online. Like, the term couple goals creates a sometimes un- unattainable expectation. And it, it, that that situation just ends up in disappointment. Like people who idolize uh, celebrity relationships aspire to have what they have, but they're unaware that those relationships are often flawed and end quickly because the time they spend together is usually limited. And it's, you know, because they're celebrities, they're, they're busy, their uh, work schedule conflicts. Uh, conflicts, I should say, all, all the time. Well, not all the time, but most of the time. One person could be having uh, having a shooting schedule in Europe while the other person is in California. Uh, singers and whatever. Hey, I'm based on the East Coast. You're ba- like, it, these relationships only exist in media. And like, and with in those 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 um, times apart, believe me, the temptation to be unfaithful is elevated higher than us mere civilians. That's why these, you know, some marriages don't work if both of them are like a super famous couple. One has to compromise the the the, the spotlight. And you see it all the time, man. You see it all the time. Uh, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. Yeah, they they did the, they did a good clip together, but they they ended up breaking up for whatever reason. They're like, oh, you know, I remember Brangelina. That was a a big thing. Like you know. We have to stop, I guess, 
romanticizing love. And it sounds weird for me to say that, but we have to stop putting it as this, you know, this flowery, airy situation that that is only happiness. No, nah, man, it comes with work. It comes with sacrifice. It comes with like rom, you know, I blame rom-coms, romantic comedies. Like they show love in a fun, wacky way. There's some conflict. There's like some obstacle the main protagonist has to overcome. But in the end, it all works out happily ever after, right? But what about after? What happens after their first big fight? What happens when they realize that the opposites usually don't attract? The all business businessman and the free spirited free spirit won't last because he thinks she's goofy and she thinks he fucks drier than bimbo toasted bread. Sometimes the pursuit is more fun than actually getting who you wanted. And that's that's the reality of it. You ever chase somebody so long that when you get them, it's like, all right, now what? It's like Forrest Gump fucking running from coast to coast. He made it to one end. What now? Turn right back around. I think the, the pursuit of happiness is, is better than actual happiness. That's fucked up, right? The pursuit of happiness is better than actual happiness. Because you try harder. It gives you something to do. It gives you hope. It gives you an, uh, uh, a goal to achieve. The unattainable is usually more appealing than the attainable. The pursuit of happiness. The pursuit of 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 love sometimes is better than love in my opinion you know take it easy i hear you i hear you in your car relax you're gonna get into an accident the pursuit of love i'm gonna fucking double down the pursuit of it is better than actually getting it you ever seen a man pursue someone that he's interested in? You ever see it? Have you ever experienced it? They they wake you up with the best, best texts you ever received. It will make you feel like you're the only one in the world. He's pursuing you. Yo, get dressed. We're going out. He's pursuing you. Hey, I got you tickets to Bad Bunny. You can go. 
He's trying to pursue you. And you should let him pursue you. Because that's he's giving you the best version of himself. He's giving you the, the side of him that, you know, that he knows you'll like. You don't want to change anything about that one. It's just like when you when you start when you achieve love, when you achieve happiness, now you start nitpicking here and there. And that's the, that's something that these celebrity couples they don't they don't show you. They don't show you that. They don't show you who's sacrificing what. And I guess you never see who's sacrificing in in a relationship, but you know, um, I, well, you know what? Let me let me walk this back a little bit, and you're actually seeing me work this out real time. Sometimes people don't want to know how the the bologna is made; they just want the sandwich. Now, if you realize what it took to make that bologna. Would you still want the sandwich? Well, I I think I uh, I uh, smoked a little too much because uh, I'm talking about bologna now. I'm hungry and I'm vegan. Fucked up. Um. So yeah, these uh, celebrity couples and these these uh, Instagram couples, they can only be happy uh, in the public eye. I guess that's why um, there's so many divorces and breakups, which I always, which the point of it, the point of all this was maybe we shouldn't idolize these, these couples and this, this, uh, this love. And I, you know, I'm, I'm doing quotations on a podcast with no camera. So, that's how you know. That's how high I am. Um, but yeah. Stop idolizing these these couples and these couple goals and relationship goals. And find what makes you happy. That's all I'm trying to say. Um what else? I was um in the middle of a conversation the other day. And the topic of soulmate came up. Now, I never really put too much credence into the idea of a soulmate. And then not only that I... uh hear about soulmates i heard about a twin flame and i've never heard about a twin flame ever in my life until that very moment and now like now that's all i see it's like when you see a fucking punch buggy in the street now that's all you see whatever so i like you know um i asked like so what's a twin flame it's like is it 
like the Disney Plus of Soulmates. Like, I don't, I, I don't know what this is. And it pretty much said, like, you know, it's your other half. It's the other half of you. So that that seemed like a very interesting uh, concept, which you know, like you know, then I started looking it up because you know that's what I do. So come to find out that it's a soul connection with someone thought to be a person's other half. The mirrored, the mirror soul. I never heard of this shit before. It's bananas. Now, it makes me think, like, have I ever met my soulmate? Have I ever met my twin flame? I would like to think yes. I, 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 I don't think it worked out the way that I wanted it to. Or maybe I was too blind to realize that I was with my soulmate. I don't know. I don't know. But I think, I think we romanticize, again, we romanticize the idea of a soulmate and we, and the twin flame. And it just makes people, I guess, settle for somebody that they feel in their heart of hearts is the, the one. I said, man, I said it before. Stop looking for the one in everybody that you're with. You should wait. I understand that you don't want to be alone. I get it. Who wants to be alone? Except for me. I love being alone. But not every person that you that you're with is the one. Your twin flame, your soulmate. And again, maybe you're like me. Maybe you had them. And maybe you fucked up. Or maybe they fucked up. Now, if they're your twin flame or your soulmate, they should understand, right? That's why it's an interesting concept. Because it takes away. responsibility it takes away responsibility for the from the person that's doing the offensive offenses and i think it, 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 you know, it doesn't it doesn't hold somebody accountable well you know he loves me he hits me, but he loves me. He's my soulmate. Hmm. That's interesting. The twin flame. I can't be with you because you're not my twin flame. All right. Cool. Now you're not being, you're not holding yourself accountable for your feelings. You're not a, 
you're not holding yourself accountable or responsible for how you react to that other person. That's not technically your, your soulmate. Now, what is that? Is it the person that completes you? I don't, I don't know. That's weird. And a lot of the times, a lot of, most of the times, the people that always find the one end up in the, the most unhealthiest, most toxic relationships. Because they're putting up with something. They keep going, they keep going from one to one to one to one. They're not fucking happy. They're chasing, they're pursuing happiness. But remember, like, you know, the downside of the pursuit of happiness, sometimes it puts you in situations where you're going to be even unhappier. Make the wrong turn. Now you're in, you're in an alley. Getting beat up. Some hobo, you know, holding the stick, fucking handkerchief on the end. I think in black and white, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but yeah, is is it's uh, I think we're 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 when we do look for soulmates and twin flames and whatever, your kindred spirit. I think we we're chasing. An unreal expectation of who the person is going to be for us, not to us, for us. And that's a lot of fucking pressure. That's a lot of pressure to put on one person. Thank God you're here. Now I can be happy. What? That's a lot of fucking pressure. I have to, I have to make, I have to make you happy. Make you happy. How? Just by you being you. What if that doesn't work? What if it doesn't work? What if it doesn't work? What if you, like, you meet your fucking soulmate, and like, he's awkward, or they're awkward. Now they have this quirk that you don't like. Well, I guess if you have a soulmate, you should accept everything about that person, right? Flaws and all, right? I'm a, I'm a little bit cynical today, ladies and gentlemen. If you haven't uh, gotten it just yet. Now, do soulmates subscribe to the whole unconditional love? Do they? You're my soulmate. I've searched for you my entire life. I'm never letting you go. I will love you unconditionally. There's no such thing as unconditional love in romantic relationships. I'm going to throw that out there. There's no such thing, I'll say it again, 
There's no such thing as unconditional love in romantic relationships, marriages, boyfriend and girlfriend, civil unions. There's no such thing. Fellas, your girl, your lady, your woman, your rock, your rib, whatever the fuck you want to call her, loves you unconditionally, right? She says it. I love you unconditionally, babe. Let's put that to the test. Let's put it to the test. Lose or quit your job today. Then see how long love and respect last in your house. And I completely understand that financial stability is the goal for every relationship that has ever existed. Cavemen and cave ladies were divvying up the fucking seashells, clams, wherever the fuck they were bartering back in the day. You know, hey, got to cut back on the clam spending. We need some for the household. Yes, financial stability should be paramount. When the burden of the when the burden of the household falls on the shoulders heavy on one person's shoulders than the other, it, it will cause a strain in the dynamic of that relationship. And then when there's strain in that 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 dynamic in that relationship, love is tested. And it fails. There's a condition. Lose your job. Have another burden on the house. There's a condition. Here's another condition. Can you continue to love someone after they cheated? Can you? Hmm? Can you? No? There's another condition. Here's another condition. The sexual attraction that you had in the beginning just isn't there anymore. You have sex once a month. You start to resent that person. You even start to think that if they, if they aren't fucking you, well, then they're fucking somebody else. And you start to hate them because they're making you feel and think about them different. Can your partnership last without sex? I put a lot of curveballs in that in that last one. But can your relationship, can your partnership last without without love? Can it? Can it? No? No? Then there's another condition. There's no such thing as unconditional love. It's like um, Chris Rock said, you know, right before he got the shit slapped out of him. Unconditional love only exists for kids and dogs. That's heavy. It only exists for them. 
It doesn't exist for us. Do you think it does? Do you think it exists? And why? Why why do you feel that way? Me personally, I don't think it does, obviously. I just really shot off for the past five minutes about it. But I don't think it does. But there's some people that do. There's some people that, that hold true that till death do us part. And it's, I don't know, it's a heavy concept. It's um, something to look into. How many people believe in unconditional love? And what will they do after they graduate high school? Uh, because there's a fucking infantile concept that's a fucking stupid idea that only kids believe in like santa claus or fucking uh power rangers unconditional love is synonymous to the power rangers to me because neither one of them exists and one of them is going to get arrested for fraud Now, and I think I'll I think I'll leave on on this on this one. Can you love more than one person? Like, if if love is everlasting, is it fair or selfish to give it to only one person? Romantically. Because there's different types of love, but not, not. I'm talking about romantic love, like, like very. I want to say, with the within the past decade, um, poly polyamorous relationships, uh, have been coming have big, you know, they're they're being more popularized. Uh, this uh, this uh certain type of relationship. This polyamorous relationship is getting more popular. It's gaining steam. And, you know, and I think they follow that that concept, you know, where, um, you know, I have enough love in my heart for multiple bitches or multiple dudes. So, why not? Like the 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 current model of monogamous relationships, I think, is a is becoming more outdated because of certain customs and certain traditions aren't being uh, passed down, you know, like they were before. I think our parents, 
um, what you what you call them the baby boomers, whatever. I think they were the last ones that really have those traditions, those monogamous traditions that we don't believe in divorce and we stay and da 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 da, and, and we'll fucking sleep in separate beds in separate bedrooms. And you're dealing with it like it's a fucking I Love Lucy episode, where you know you never. <coughs> You never saw him sleep in the same fucking bed. Now, the idea of a poly relationship is appealing. It's very appealing. Where, okay, babe, let me introduce you to our babe. Not only is she here for me to love? Just like I love you with the same intensity. No love will leave this house. But she's here to help with the bills. She's for us. Isn't that, an, isn't that fucking appealing? Now I get to play PlayStation by my fucking self while you two just gab it up. Go out. Hey, we're going to the mall. Have fun. I'll be over here. Awesome. I love you, babies. See you guys later. Hmm. Like I said, is a, is is uh is is gaining steam. Like this Facebook groups about polyamorous and um. You know, just like, hey, we're we're looking for a girlfriend. You know, we're looking for a, a, a second husband, whatever. And the thing is, is like a lot of people see see it. Um, as taboo. But we're the only species. That really. I guess goes with that whole quote unquote ethical monogamy. Because, you know, oh, penguins, penguins mate for life. Yeah, because they're all dressed in black and white. We don't know. We don't know that they mate for life. Of course they do. They get fucking eaten by sea lions all the goddamn time. 15 minute lifespan like if I married a terminally ill woman tomorrow I will love you for the rest of your life of course it's easy it's easy for me not to cheat on her because eh, you know I'm dedicated for the next two weeks but we're the only species that really conforms to this And we've been in our face the entire time. The Lion King, as a kid, the Lion King. Besides Scar, Mufasa was the only dude there. That's why they celebrated when Simba was there. Mufasa had multiple wives. Hey, Tiff kill your childhood but yeah that's what happened 
and technically Nala and Simba are brother and sister, but that's for another day. So yeah, so I touched on a, a couple of um topics here and there. I might make this a part a, a two parter. I might uh I think episode thirteen will be the continuation of this because I got a bunch of shit I want to talk about. Like marriage. Can you still can you have a platonic relationship with someone after you were romantically involved with with them? You know what? Yeah, that's gonna be for episode thirteen. The continuation of this. Because I have uh I have more shit to talk and quite frankly, I have more of you to piss off. So, with that being said, and I went long again. I went long again. What are you going to do? I talk my shit. And with that being said, it's been another episode of Unaccompanied Adult with Joe Diaz. Peace.